Welcome to another episode of the Brutally Honest Podcast, and I'm your host, Harrison Barron. How are you guys? How are you? I missed you. I always miss you. I know, I know, I know, I know. I didn't put an episode out last week. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's very tough to manage a podcast and a social media business. There's a lot of work that I can do at all hours of the day, and I do need to sleep, but I think I'm about to start giving that up to live like Brian Costello, my guest today. Um, love that dude. Love a lot of things in life, but uh, Brian Costello is definitely one of my favorites. Uh, he is my guest tonight, but before we go into that, I just want to tell you, if you haven't already, smash that subscribe button. Visit the website, BrutallyHonestPodcast.com. You can sign up for your email blast there. Going to be starting that up soon, so get in on that email list. Um, and that's pretty much it. Just uh, welcome, 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 welcome. BrutallyHonestPodcast.com. Instagram, Brutally Honest Podcast. Facebook, the same thing. Twitter. Uh, I don't have one for Twitter. Honestly, I hate Twitter in all regards, and I've never seen any positive stuff come out of it for business, unless the business owner uses it a whole lot. But Twitter sucks. Anyway, you can follow me also at Harrison underscore Baron on Instagram. But my guest today is Mr. Brian Costello. He's a return podcast guest, and he is just a true delight to have on the show. He's always a good time, super, super smart, very well-rounded dude. He's very in touch with the human body. Uh, in many more ways than one, and he's working on some new projects that we talk about and different things like that. And he's just a wealth of knowledge, uh, especially for a fluffy fellow like myself. Uh, he definitely gives me some motivation to um, work out a little bit, get up off the couch, stop being a little couch potato. All right? But uh, I think you guys are really going to enjoy this one because I had a blast and I was all fired up. I don't think I slept for like four hours after the podcast. Um or when I was supposed to. I was up pretty late, just fired up talking about it uh, and talking to him. But enough about me talking. Let's get into the podcast. I love you guys. Thanks so much. Enjoy the show. The, uh, yeah, so it, you gotta fucking release that micro content. It's so goddamn, we're just jumping right into it. Right. But you gotta, like, it's, it's, you know, cultivating your thought process, this flow of, of stuff, and then taking that flow, and you gotta, you just gotta, like, release a little bit out at a time, a little bit out at a time, a little bit out at a time. Little, like, dangling teasers that keep getting everybody's attention. You yes. Know, because our, te- you know, the biggest thing that everybody, the least, uh, how do how do we think about it? So the the thing that we have the least of, it seems like lately, is attention. You know, our attention is being spread so thin Isn't across it all. Weird, because we have so many accounts, we follow so many things. Like, there's a million podcasts that I like. That, that I not a million, but there's you know a bunch of podcasts that I personally listen to, and I can't even keep up Dude, on I the shows I already know about. Months, months. It's so sad, <laughs> and I fucking do one. <laughs> like, and and it's not because I don't like them or anything. It's just. 
like I'm trying to cr- to consume audiobooks right mm-hmm, now, mm-hmm. and I only spend so much time in a car. And yeah. on top of that, I think it's extremely weird to listen to talk radio or to like a podcast or to listen to a book with somebody else in the car. I get very yes. weird with yeah, it, yeah, yeah. mainly because they talk, right. the, uh, the person talk, and I'm I want like, to... Uh, I'm trying to listen. Oh, yeah. I just want to James Bond them out of my car. Just press a little button and boom, right out the side. Like, no, do not interrupt my shit. I'm trying to learn, consume, all that. Right. So right. Yeah, luckily I'm almost... Uh, in the, I'm in the car by myself a lot, and that's all I, all I listen to. But like I was saying, I haven't even, you know, I have the shows that I like and the things I like, but trying to find new, like for people trying to target me as an audience, you know, anyone that's, you know, when you're targeting an audience, you're trying to find people to find your show for the first time, and that's a hard thing to do. Finding people. Right. You know, if I could get in front of the audience, I think the content is good enough. Right. But that, giving them that. That it'll click. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know. How much money do I spend on marketing? Mm-hmm. How nobody fucking markets a podcast. There's I've never seen an Instagram or Facebook ad marketing a podcast, and I think there's a reason because I've spent you know not a lot of money. I've spent you know a couple couple bucks on Instagram pushing and mm-hmm. Facebook pushing, you know, and I get not a single bump in traffic, and right. I'm like, what the fuck, right. man? It, it you know, and then people are like, oh, I love podcasts. I'm like, where do you listen to them? And they're like, oh, uh, you know. On this or, or this, and I'm like, well, I, I'm not on there, or you know, yeah. I'm like, oh, you know, I don't have the podcast app. I'm like, how do you listen? They're like, oh, I have, I have this. I'm like, how do you? You have an iPhone. How do you not have the podcast? <laughs> yeah. app? Like, that's the most basic level of right. shit. I think it comes, it comes on the phone. Right? It comes yeah. on the, and then people are like, oh, I deleted. It. I didn't know what it does. I'm like, <laughs> I know it's hard. And then like, even if you get a chance to like put up a clip or something. You have to be like, all right, what sound bite out of like an hour and a half episode, a great episode, like what one minute sound bite can I share that's going to get someone's attention and get them to, mm-hmm. to tune in? And it's never seems like the right, you know, the, how do you do it? You need more time and more attention, but everybody's attention is so spread thin. Attention. You're competing so I hard. I follow, hard. you know, tw- what do I got? 20? I'm curious to know now because I just, I follow people like a drug addict on Instagram. <laughs> and you could flick through Instagram I say flick, but you could flip. You could go through Instagram for literally hours, hundreds of hours, and never run asset. Twenty four hundred and thirty four people I follow. Wow, five to seven hundred of that is probably hot chicks, <laughs> and then the other, I don't know, six hundred people are people I know, and then the remainder are people I find that do interesting shit. Yep, yep. You know that, and I and I and I cherish that fact that it's constantly something new it's not you know oh and i'll go on instagram and it's just all hot chicks it's you know okay you know maybe it's this company this company that i'm interested in or you know somebody that's doing something that i found online that shares a similar interest with me you know and then it's people that i went to school with that i could probably care less about them but i you know (laughs) i still follow them because you don't want to be that guy that doesn't follow somebody, yeah, yeah. you know, because then everybody's like, oh, fuck friend. this dude. Yeah, who's this guy think he is? Yeah, oh, you can unfollow me. Well, you know what? Fuck him. I'm going to unfollow him. You're like, what, the, what are you doing? What are we, 10? I just don't find what you do interesting. If you don't find me interesting, then don't follow me either. You know, whatever. Instagram can be, I, I have to say, so I, a lot of things I I do with my practice and stuff, and I, I'm, I'm, I try to get people unhooked on their phone, you know, try oh, to different so ways. Important. But it's, but... Then at the same time, I look at something on like Instagram, and it's it's actually can be 
really inform educational tool. You know, if you're following if you the right, right grounds and, use, and using it right, you can you can learn a lot, and you can or it can you know you find these sources that you can learn quickly because mm-hmm. it fill it's like they're like filters, like a good someone who posts. It's like a mini blog, right? Exactly. It's, it's, you like know, it's not blog. a full blog. It's not three pages. It's right. you know a little snippet, right? And you know, and then if you want to learn more, like it, it it leads you to the right content if you do want to learn more. So it's like. You know, you get these little previews all day long, and you're like, nah, nah, nah. Oh, wait. Oh, that sounds interesting. Okay, let me check that out. And there's a link. Let me go to this other account that's linked. Oh, wow, this guy's good, too. Let me follow him. Oh, Mm -hmm. good. You know, so if you use it right, you know, I tell people, you know, if you're just flipping through looking at puppy videos and this and that and just, like, mindlessly scrolling with your head down, you know, Mm -hmm. it's bad for your posture. It's bad for your eyes. It's bad for your attention span. My eyes are starting to go. I'm just realizing that. That's that's why I have – I keep everything in – Grayscale. I actually go oh, red now. I I, I went from grayscale to red. Gray, really? Gray was just uh, it was still too. I got too used to it, so I went I went red now. So that like eliminates. There's a red scale now. Yeah. So yeah, you can just tint all the way down to red. Um, now why red? Because it's the easiest on your eyes. It's easiest. It's the the really? best light. I'm yeah. It's like the far because... opposite of red of uh, blue light. Do you want me to talk you through it? Yeah, I kind of do. So you go uh, to settings. Yep. You're an iPhone, right? Yeah, general. General. Then go down to accessibility. Uh, it's like it? down a little bit. Home button oh, accessibility. accessibility. Yeah. Then you go to display accommodations. Uh, I love how we're doing this on air. I know. Um, it's all right. People need to hear this. Uh, display right hearing. Interactions. Uh oh, where'd you go? I got vision. I don't know. So you went back, <laughs> you went to accessibility? Yeah, so hearing. Go up, go up. Oh. It should be towards the top. Oh, wow, what phone do you have? Oh, right there. Display. Oh, display accommodations. Yep. Oh, shit, there it is. And then color filters. Oh, goddamn. Yeah. I wish it was easier because... There's more people need that. Once shit. in a while I have to... T- and then down here, color tint, you can you can slide all the way to red. Oh, man. Color filters. Mm-hmm. Uh, red, what? green filter... Yeah, so hit this button first, this little slider. Yep, so I saw there, that. And then down here you can... Color tint. <laughs> now, why not red-green filter? Um, that still just kind of keeps it, like, really bright. See how bright that is? Yeah. Still? You know, the... Oops. Oh, color tint. Oh, yeah. oh, so you go all out in all intensity. Out. Yeah. You do not fuck around, man. No. It's, a, it's hard sometimes because anything, anything on the phone that's actually in red... You know, like you can't, right, you can't see. So sometimes I'm like on a website, I need to hit like pay or submit or something. I'm like, where the hell is the button? Like, oh, they don't have oh, a button. Oh like, man, I it. wish they could do that to the triple click. Wow, this is freaky, dude. Wait, what's the triple click? The tr- so I have the triple click is set to oh shit. Because someone oh else, the triple click does work. For yeah, me I was gonna this. say someone's ta- I saw someone talking about the triple click. I didn't know what they meant, but apparently you can set. The- yeah, you you hit the home button three times. There's oh. a um. Oh, and you can do it for color? Yeah, 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 because oh. now it works. So if I ever need to go back, I can just go back. Oh, cool. I'm going to set that up later. Cool. Um, That's, that wow. helps. Because then when I want to take a picture or something... Do you really think the red actually helps? Mm-hmm. Nope. Absolutely. When I look at my... Like, my wife keeps hers on color still, even though I try to... You know, she keeps it low. Force, her, low force your beliefs on her. For, exactly. <laughs> uh-huh. I was trying to not to say that. that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but when I go to look at her phone, I have to like look away for a second cause it like hurts my eyes so bad. And it's not that, you know, I know some people are like, well, 
I'm, you know, you become oversensitive to it, but it's really because it's really that's how our eyes react all the time. It's just that we time. become desensitive. You know, we just keep that feels normal to yeah. us. You know what I mean? The it's it's freaky how many there's a great app and and I've used it and I I try not to I don't want to say I'm oh fuck, I'm trying I'm drawing a blank on the word but ign, uh, ign, I guess ignorant is the right word enough to use it because it keeps track of I think it's called moments of mm-hmm. how many times you look at your phone and how much mm. time you spend on your phone because I spend a lot of time on my phone but I also run a company mm-hmm. that's based on mm-hmm. my phone mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know and the internet so you know I'll be talking to somebody and I'll see a notification come up and I'd much rather not have it on my wrist because then right. you just look like a weirdo looking at your wrist every, every 30 seconds yeah. like I'm trying to talk to people and they're just like Right, and it looks rude. They think you're checking the time yep, and stuff. Yep. I had a wa- Apple Watch for a little bit, and I didn't like. I didn't like. Um, that but like, I'm like, all right, you know, let me just see. Is it? Is somebody calling me? Is it that important? No. Okay, great. You know, some of these people. I hate when people do not know how to focus their attention on the person right. in the room. If you're not present in the moment because you're absorbed through your phone, that's a problem. Yeah, it's it is a problem. I think it's it has a big um impact on our just our interactions with each other and our, mm-hmm. our way to um this way we converse and communicate and just catch up like everything is is very you know jump your our attention jumps 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 and we have those so moments if we have fast. a momentary pause like you, you you bump into someone you haven't seen in a while it's like any little moment of pause like it tends like five seconds of like oh what do i say next it be- feels so awkward and so, we're like oh uh, yes. anyway so uh go, uh, gotta go but you know? now so now one thing i'm realizing is because I, I I truly try to spend as much time as possible interacting with people mm-hmm. and and uninterrupted time, but what I'm realizing is it's not so much me anymore. It's the fact because I've figured out how to overcome it. Mm-hmm. I've you know I shouldn't say figured out because I don't think I inherently grew up with the technology to the point where it just absorbed me. Yeah, but what I'm realizing is having a conversation with somebody they don't know how to continue the conversation, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which makes it even weirder for me because I know what I'm doing. <laughs> I sound like I'm a fucking scientist here <laughs> because we're having, we're just talking, but it's like, I know what I'm doing. I know, you know what I'm going to ask and how to find out like about you and all that kind of stuff. And I also happen to have lots of practice through this, but other people are starting to, you know, I thought it was just me because I spent a lot of time on in technology, but now I'm realizing that other people are having that shift too, yeah. and it's now creeping into the older generations, mm-hmm. which is which even is freakier. <laughs> because when you're talking to an adult who doesn't know how to converse with you, and you're 26 years old, yeah. you're like, uh, "Dude, I grew up with technology, and I could talk. Yeah. I could have a conversation better than you can." This is weird. It is weird. It's weird, and we we're so more we're so much more um, like almost more confident typing and texting and taking those moments and just having like a flowing conversation like yep. i said and then with the all the you know if we're flowing if we're uh, scrolling through instagram and something like loses our attention for a split second what do we do we just go to the next thing we just go to the next thing we don't like you know even vlogging and things like that now you know everything is cut there's not a moment of waste if you, you can if you have a split second of like dead time in a camera it's like phew, people scroll to the next thing Dude, we just want five seconds right. to get somebody's attention on a website right that's it so people are like, oh, you know, I'm going to have Joe Schmo do, you know, and, and I just use this because this is relevant to me now. But it's, you know, oh, I'm going to have Joe Schmo do my website. You know, it's going to cost me a couple hundred bucks. Why are you so expensive? I go, because you don't understand the care and dedication. You have five seconds 
to either impress that somebody or captivate them long enough to earn another 10 seconds. Right. So if your website is not perfect and visually pleasing. Visually pleasing. is the, Yeah. You, you lost. You lost. You lost. And that's the same thing with Instagram accounts, Facebook, anything digital at this point. Yeah. Like, I, you could go on YouTube and just search best vlogging cameras like I did yesterday. And there are thousands mm-hmm. If you have an extra five seconds of dead air in there, you are going to fail mm-hmm. because people don't like, have that nope, much time. Next, this is not this guy doesn't know what he's doing. So that's, a lot of times when I do, I'll look up like how to fix something in my house, like on YouTube, like when I had like a problem with my um, my oil burner last uh-huh. year and stuff. And you know, it's people like with their iPhone, like okay, so the first thing I'm gonna do is like reach under here, and, and like, like and they're awful. like, oh my, like, come on, man, just get to the thing. Like I know how to unscrew the thing, you know? and like you lose your mind. It's oh, crazy to wait so like bad. 30 seconds to get to the answer. Um, it, it's bad. Uh, you know, it's it's good that we have so much fast information. You know, what I mean, it's good yeah. that we can learn things so quick. I can find something, but at the same time, we hit, you know our patience, and we that carries into. That's why a lot of times I try to get my clients to break away from the stuff because that that constant. Um, jumping, jumping, jumping of the mind. It's kind sure. of a frantic feeling, you know, and it carries into everything you do. The way we drive, the way we interact, the way we even like breathe and stuff. We kind of take these like, oh shit, I got email. Oh god, oh shit, that guy never got back to me. Oh, I got to do this. Not oh, I'm normal. running late. No, it's not. It's not normal. It's By any stretch of the mm-mm, imagination. Mm-mm. And not even that. It's all the information. So you're scrolling through your phone. You're getting like these little. You know, a picture goes by that makes you kind of happy. Then another one goes by that makes you like pissed off. Then another one like oh, I don't even like that girl and this person. And like in a matter of a few minutes, your body goes through all these different emotions. You know, it's like I'm angry. I'm sad. You know, you're not really angry, but like something like you read a meme or something, a political thing that pisses you off. And then like you see like a a, a puppy adoption thing. And you're like oh, I'm sad for that puppy. And then you see oh, my friend had a baby. Then you're happy. Then you, and like your body, it's, it's not natural to have all those different feelings and thoughts. And in, it's all in, in a in a four minute sitting. Exactly. That's the craziest part. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're absorbing all this stuff over the course of a couple of hours. No. This shit is happening in, in three minutes. minutes. You're you're taking a dump in the bathroom. <laughs> right. Like even a long one. Right. Let's go ten minutes. You just consumed. <laughs> hundreds of people's lives content right. in the matter of 10 minutes. It's insane. And that's why I tell clients, like the one of the first thing, like don't look at your phone first thing in the morning. If you, I keep, I, I highly recommend people go, I like I put my phone on airplane mode an hour before bed and an hour after I wake up in the morning. And I use it as an alarm, but I don't you keep it in the room. I keep it right outside my room. I go out and I hit it off. And some days I had, depending on what's going on, I, I do say sometimes I have to check, like make sure like whatever, where I'm going isn't canceled or whatever. But other than that, I'm like, don't go on social media in the first thing in the morning. Take, let your mind wake up naturally. Don't use this to stimulate, don't use social media to stimulate your mind in the morning mm-hmm. because it just goes from zero to a thousand so fast. And that just sets the pace for the entire day. Yeah. And we get, fr- we get frantic, we get anxious. You know, this is a big, big part of like anxiety. The, the one thing that I think has helped me though, is, and, and being in, in the social media in, industry is knowing that shit is not important. Hmm. You know, and as crazy as that sounds is honestly, who gives a shit how mm-hmm. many likes you get? Mm-hmm. You know, as long as you're putting out va- valid content, who cares? Who cares? You know, if somebody doesn't get an answer in five seconds, they are not going to die. Mm-hmm. You are not Batman. You are not Spider-Man. You are not no. going in to save the day. You're not a SWAT team officer. 
<laughs> they will live. <laughs> they will live. But people don't get no. that. Like right. they're just like, oh my god, all this stuff could be going on. You know, a FOMO. Mm-hmm. You know, what FOMO is. Oh yeah. Oh my. For anyone who doesn't know what FOMO is, it's fear of missing out. That is a huge problem too. I've known girls that I used to work with, and they're like, oh, you know, I don't know what's going on tonight. I'm like, it's fucking 11 o'clock. What do you mean you don't know what's going on tonight? <laughs> you don't know who you're going to meet up with. She's like, oh, my God, all these things are going on. You know, I could go do this, or I could go do this. I'm like, this is fucked up. This is crazy. You have 10 options of things to do, which is not a bad thing. No. But, and now you're, and the you're worried about going to one thing because you might you miss, miss the, the opportunity others, right. to have a better time somewhere right. else. We... we <laughs> We learn how to make everything into a problem. Like, oh, I have 10 options to go out tonight with friends. Like, that's a good thing, right? Like, no, I'm going to make that into a problem by stressing over which one I'm going to go to and how many, you know, like yep. if, how many of those options I can actually And handle. then people think they're, people think that they're celebrities, which is also <laughs> blows my mind where like, they're like, oh my God, you know, so-and-so is not going to like me if I don't show up. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> Nobody cares. If you have... 10 of your best friends at a party, you should probably go to that party right. because they are probably the people that make you feel the best about right. yourself. Right. But other than that, unless one, there's 10 different parties and one of your best friends is at every single one, honestly, staying home is probably not a fucking bad idea. No. And if you go to one and you don't go to others, Who nobody cares. <laughs> shit. Nobody. Like, literally, no, if you show up to a party, nobody, you know, unless you're P. Diddy, <laughs> the fucking party didn't like, just oh, Project X. That's about it. Yeah. You know, it, right. it didn't just, we're fucking putting cars in pools today. <laughs> no, it's never going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we live, and we make those decisions too a lot of times. Like, well, which, what, which place can I go that I'm going to have the most snap stories or whatever? You know what I mean? Like, which is going to look the, like, what am I going to have the most opportunities to 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 share you know like i know i don't hate to pick on girls but i know girls think about that a lot well what am i going to be able to dress you know which oh, option can i dress I up think, and look I the think best about it now though yeah be- and, and i'm fa- i'm artificially creating this persona personification that i am doing cooler things that i actually am but you have to yeah because if you're not people don't think you're people interesting don't care, right it's so sad. Right, I know. It's a it's a really strange strange situation, and it's still such. It's in its infancy, you know. Social media is even though the the way we have it now, where it's twenty four seven, basically locked in. It's only been a couple years, really, of that, like two or three years, mm-hmm. especially since uh, Instagram came out with stories and stuff, where you, like you just never run out of things to click and like and, yep. and look at. So I'm, um, you know, it's going to be an interesting another couple of years to see. How, how what happens and as kids get the you know the younger generation comes up the line are they going to be so so hooked or are they going to be almost like just meh, I've had this my whole life I'm just tired of it kind of thing you know I tell I tell people now if they think that social media is consuming too much of their life which apparently is a thing turn off notifications <laughs> that you is the most impactful thing you can do every day absolutely is turning off notifications if you're in a group message if you answer at 3 o'clock in the afternoon or you answer at fucking 11 o'clock at night, you know, if you're if somebody's dying... They're not going to group message text you. Exactly. <laughs> they are going to... De- they're going to either text you right away or call you yep. right away. Yep. I don't know why people are so addicted to it. Well, it's also... it's, And this is funny. This is something I ta- I'm going to be talking about on my show. Uh, even just using words like notification and alert... 
the whole system is set up to make you feel like those things are important, you know, because the word notify, you know, when have you, when are you ever notified of something? You get like a letter in the mail, you're notified of like a court date or you're notified of this. Like the word notify is like, it's like, oh, it's, it's important. Like pay attention, you know, and even alert, obviously alerts, like alert, alert. Mm-hmm. So when we even think about notifications and alerts, it's like, we're just programmed to think like, oh, I need to, I need to deal with this right now. Mm-hmm. And then you add in the bright colors that overstimulate the way the, the logos are designed. Like shit it's like drugs. It's like drugs. And even the, the Instagram, when you click, you know, when you scroll down, like when you um, are at the top and you pull down and it like loads and then new things pop up, sure. it, that's designed kind of like a um, like a slot machine. You know, you pull, uh-huh. you wait, and then like it, 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 yeah, yep. exactly. So it's like, what am I going to get next? What's going to happen next? And that's very specifically designed that way to get you like, okay, what's more, 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 mm-hmm. more, and you kind of keep clicking it and keep looking. And dude, it's it, it is, it is. So that's why, like I was saying before, like I. I one of the first things I have a questionnaire for new clients and there's this whole section on phones. Do you use your phone half an hour before bed? Do you use it half an hour after waking up? You have to talk about what you're doing now because last yeah. time we talked to you were CrossFitting. Yeah, so I, I kind of still, I, I base a lot of what I do around CrossFit but instead of working with, uh, instead of having a gym with, you know, 100, 150, whatever people, um, I'm working with like 10 people right now. Mm-hmm. Very, like, much smaller groups. I'm actually, that's like, I'm kind of at my limit already. At least sure. for now, I'm going to adjust some things and be able to take more people on. But I'm working very, very closely. So, you know, throughout the years in CrossFit, I started to notice these patterns and these trends of people like doing well, but then like there's these long periods of plateau, injury, bur- mental burnout, you know, things where, you know, you see the success, success stories online. You know, you see people that lost all this weight or this and that, but. For every success story, there's another 99, like, failures. stories of, like, yeah, plateau and failure and things like that. Bless you. Bless you. Thanks. Thank you. Yep. So, work, you know, kind of, I've spent a lot of time trying to figure out, like, why those things happen. You know, what, a lot of it is, you know, the physical movements themselves. A lot of it is the, the mental aspect of it. A lot of it is just the community aspect. You know, like, how you fit in your gym, how you feel when you go to the gym. A lot, You know, your mental um approach to fitness in general are you making yourself go because you're punishing your body and wanting you know how people like i gotta go to the gym i gotta and or are you like enjoying the process you know so there's all these things so i work with people who want to really focus in on those things and every person is very different the way i approach it some people need a lot of physical movement a lot of people with injuries and stuff that i help them rehabilitate and then there's a lot of a lot of, of mental work, um, mental and emotional work. Like, how do I feel about my diet? How do I feel about uh, working out at the gym? What If I don't feel good about those things, why? Am I punishing my body? Um, am I, like, on this strict eating regimen that I hate, but I do it because, you know, I'm disciplined and I think that that's going to work? When it really, when you hate what you're eating, it never really gives you the results you want. Yeah, it builds up cortisone and all that. Right, exactly. In your body. Yeah. Exactly. So, so much of it is stress-related. Stress and, um, you know, like because of that, a big part of is, is how we interact, you know, how we use our phones. Do we sit all day with our head down? Do we, you know, what do we do first thing in the morning? So I, I dive into their full kind of situation and say, okay, well, the first thing you're doing in the morning is sit, scrolling on your phone and, to, you know, with your head down, messing up, you know, getting blue light exposure to your eyes, which blue light is what, come, you know, the phone is standard, has blue light. Blue light is... It's telling our body through our eyes that it's it's high noon. It's like middle of the day. It's as bright as can be. Yep. So right off the bat, our hormone cycles are screwed up because it's really supposed to be a lower grade light at that time in the morning. 
And that tells the body, okay, it's morning. It's time to get up. The hormone schedule starts. The digestive system starts. Like we're kind of like on this timed schedule with the sun. Sure. Like a circadian rhythm. So right off the bat, boom, the phone throws that off. Then we're sitting with our head down, kind of slumped. And we get this sort of depressive feeling, like low energy, kind of blah. Then, like I said before, we get that emotional overload as well. And we start getting anxious and frantic. We're breathing a little quicker. And this, so, you know, right off the bat, boom. Then we're, then we're like, oh, shit, now we're late, right? Because uh, we spent too much time. Now we're frantic. We're getting to work late. We're running around busy, busy. You know, we're kind of up, 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 up all day. And then we go to the gym. Boom. We, punt, we like go all out. Push the body. Breathing, sweating, blah, blah, blah. To the point where we're done, and then it's like, all right, back to life. Now, boom, boom. So we never have like that down regulation. So I work with the people a lot of those waves of like meditation. easing into the day. Yes, oh. we do a lot of meditation, a lot of mindfulness I work. I just started again. Stillness. Even though I talked about it a lot, mm-hmm. I slipped for a while, and uh, God damn, man, it's so important. It really is. It's so important. Like to just you know, people are like, well, I don't have time to meditate. Bullshit. Boom. Fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. You can meditate at the gas station. You can meditate right. in your car. You can meditate at your office. You know, if you got a conference room, go in there, close the door. That's what I used to do. You know, there are so many ways. So many ways. I think people have the wrong. I think they we think we picture like you know sitting on like a hilltop and like the you know for hours. over hours and like, it's not like that. And it's There's funny. apps. I use Headspace. Yeah, like, Headspace I, is really I'm good. Not one. paid for by them. Holy shit, my phone's fucking red. This is weird. <laughs> uh, but. Like, I use Headspace, and now I can't even see it, because <laughs> this red shit is all over the place. Dude, YouTube doesn't even show up, yeah, man. Yeah, no, you can't. It's and Spotify, too, is all black. Like, you got, like, my wife was like, did you delete Spotify? Like, no, it's a, there. You got. I might have to go <laughs> a little lighter on the red shift here. This is a yeah. little. Ease into it. Start with grayscale. Grayscale is a, a great way to start. That's where I, I send everybody first. Uh, yeah, this is, this is a little, little overkill. Oh, uh, shit. Now I don't even know how to get back to it. Uh, yeah, I'll fix it. Want me to fix it? It's under... Oh, display accommodations. Yeah. There it is. Uh, Funny, I was going to add something to what you said before. So, that when people say they don't have time to meditate. All right, grayscale's much easier. Yeah, yeah. Grayscale's <laughs> manageable. <laughs> Holy Jesus. When people... There's an old, like, Buddhist, um, like, saying. I guess it's kind of like a joke in a way. But basically, it's like a Buddha says to someone... Where it says everybody should meditate for at least fifteen minutes a day. So important. Unless you're too busy, then you should meditate for an hour a day. So basically, like you know, the more the busier you are, the more you quote unquote can't do it. The more you need to take that time, and you need to slow down and be still. This is so funny. Hot chicks are not that hot in black and white. <laughs> well, that's the other thing. So it makes it a little bit more boring and makes you more like, eh, I should be doing something else instead, right? I'm Than actually, just, while we're doing this, I'm actually going to turn off notifications on Instagram. Because uh, I check it daily anyway, and I don't need to be bothered with nope. notifications. Right. This is crazy. Uh, if any of my customers are listening, I promise that you will still get your messages answered. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's just so... freaky that people people and the weirdest part is people always know what you're doing mm-hmm. that's the freakiest part it is it is um i wonder about that sometimes i think that it adds to our anxiety a little bit because at any point in time like i could be laying in my bed in the middle of the night and somebody could be on my profile reading about me looking at my pictures and 
it's kind of like a strange thing, you know. It's like I don't care. Obviously, I put those things up there, mm-hmm. but it's still kind of weird to know that, like, at all times, you're kind of putting yourself on this display that someone can be judging. I guess you know. I'm not even worried about judging. It just it's weird. I can't find Instagram on here. This is fucking weird. They're hiding it. They know. I'll have to do this at the end because I don't want to take up too much time. But it's weird when they know what you did when you see them. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm perfectly okay with people perusing my social media. Mm-hmm. I, that's why I put it up there because I want people to see it. But it's really weird when people are like, oh, my God, how was this trip? And I was like, I haven't seen you in seven years. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> like, I get it. But, like, you know, how are you is usually a good start to a conversation. You know, oh, did you take, you know, kind of playfully deceive like you don't know what's going mm-hmm. on because I think it gives more of a human interaction. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're like, hey, Brian, how's, uh, you know, how's CrossFit? I saw that you just did, uh, I know you did the 30 days now eating and mm-hmm. has this and has this, you know, it's like fucking Boy. weird. Hey, Brian, man, I, I saw you doing some crazy shit. What are you up to, man? Yeah, yeah. Like, that's a better much, starter. Much better way, yeah. Sounds normal. Yeah. It's like, like, oh, I see, you know, you have kids now or something. Not like, hey, how's... You know, this kid and that kid and this kid, and like, well, when man, they know I mean, their fucking names <laughs> and their date of birth <laughs> and their social security number. Weird. I want to actually, so I want to jump back to meditation for a second because I was going to add, oh, yes, like yes. you were saying before. Um, and to any listener, what I tell people is if, if you want to start meditating or you want to explore it a little bit, the first thing I tell people to do is start by picking at least one maybe more, two, three mornings a week mm-hmm. on your morning commute where you don't listen to the radio at all in the car. Oh, that's freaky. Yeah, so not no no pie, you know, it, I, I usually say no, either nothing or educational, like a podcast yes, or audio book. Yes, agreed, 100%. That nothing, though, is, is, is important sometimes. It's just a long drive by yourself with just your thoughts because you can't really distract yourself. I mean, hopefully you're not flipping through your phone while you're driving, right? And hopefully... And, and And dangerous, and hopefully you're not... You know, that's it. You're kind of limited, you know, so you just have to drive. So obviously our mind is on driving, but it's still pretty, you know, most of us driving, you don't think too much about, right? You just do it. Dude, I wake up in places driving that, like, do you <laughs> teleport, like, especially with podcasts, not so much with books, because I realize with books, you really have to pay attention and absorb it. But podcasts, dude, I would crush a uh, Joe Rogan or something like that. Any podcast, but nonetheless. And I would just be like, I honestly don't know how I got here. Don't know how I got here. <laughs> like, my car's here, so I know I drove. <laughs> but this is weird. Right. I am the same way. It's, it's funny. like teleportation. It's freaky. It makes uh it definitely makes driving a lot better. Oh yeah. Get to where you're going. Yeah. Oh my god, three hour drive, not bad. Here's a Rogan. Here's a three hour Rogan. Yep. Perfect. Yep. You know, oh, like thirty minutes, yeah. great. Here's a thirty minute podcast. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, that that met, that that moment, those moments of of quiet and stillness, especially like we talked about, but that we have that overload all day long. Mm-hmm. To have any just a ten minute drive to you, you, whatever you're going, with just silence, it just gives yourself your mind a chance to just di- kind of digest everything that's been coming in. We ask ourselves, and this is a big part of like the health stuff I talk about. Like we ask, we have these feelings all day. I'm angry at this person. I'm frustrated about work. Blah 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 blah. But we get to sit and then say, okay, well, why do I feel that way? You know, why why do I really feel that way? Like, yeah, I'm frustrated at the gym because I'm not losing weight. Okay, but why? You know, why does that frustrate me? Why do I really want to lose that weight? And what will I feel when I do lose that weight? And then, you know, we get to kind of peel the layers back a little bit. So I have a really 
interesting thought on that. But before I touch on that, I also want to say too, with with meditation to to scroll right back to it is there's apps now that obviously let you meditate, but you could pick your time limits. Mm-hmm. If you're like, hey, I only have five minutes, put a five minute one mm-hmm. on. It will stop you. Mm-hmm. Like you're not just gonna go into the abyss right. where the monks, you know, <laughs> Buddhist monks are just gonna come out of your car mm-hmm. and kidnap you and take you, you know, to to teach you their ways. Like right. that's not gonna happen. Yeah. You know, so if you have ten or fifteen minutes, you know, great. You know, I I I had the very fortunate privilege of helping somebody with PTSD. I didn't even do anything. I just told him, like, I'm like, uh, I can't give his name up, but I'm like, buddy, do me a favor. Pay the 15 I know you have $15, but you're not broke. Buy this app. Use it for a month. And all I want you to do is meditate for 15 to 30 minutes a day. I know that's going to be super hard on you. Start with five. Work your way into 10. Work your way into 15. Work your way into 30. Mm-hmm. One month changed like it he couldn't even sit at a fucking train crossing because he was afraid that somebody was going to come for him wow. and he you know he was a he's a uh police officer and stuff like that and he did swat and whatnot but mind-blowing that is that's and really i'm like and he's like he's like dude i freaked out man i had to get out of the car like i'm like holy shit man I'm like, try this. Let me know how it goes, you know. And I saw him like a month later. He's like, dude, I thank you so much. That's awesome. Melted my heart. I was like, thank, like, thank God it helped you. Like, right. you know, I'm glad I could help you. All I wanted was help people. Right, right, right. And I was just like, like, he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm like back to normal now. Like, I, awesome. I do it every day, and I need it, and you know, it's like a total reset. And I'm like, oh, man, fucking W for Harrison. Let's go. Right, nice. You yeah, know? that's awesome. And. I think people, A, underestimate how much it can actually help. And B, we're just scared because, like, we don't really know how to do it, right? Like, it's, like, this weird topic that has a lot of, like, you know, dogma around it. Like, again, like, everyone's picturing, like, these... They don't really know what it is. It's really just sitting in silence. Yeah, yeah. Sitting underneath a fucking peach tree in China or something. You know, that's... I don't know where the fuck monks hang out at, but, like, that's what you think. Yeah, I know. You and know? And like, that's weird. I'm not, like, that weird, yeah. like, hippie guy, you know? It's like, like just, oh, I entered the realm. They're really? fucking coming for me. <laughs> where are they? Um, but I want to get back to what you were saying, too, about people hating their jobs and stuff like that. And I think that... We have a serious problem with people accepting really bad shit mm-hmm. for their life. You know, mm-hmm. people see that other people are traveling like, I wish I could be that person. Fucker, you can be that person. Mm-hmm. You are holding yourself back mm-hmm. from being that person. It's, you know, no, but it's so expensive. Yeah. If you stay in fucking hotels mm-hmm. and drive nice cars there, mm-hmm. why don't you throw a backpack on, quit your job, take the money you got, buy a vlogging camera. Go vlog through Europe and write about it. Right, exactly. I guarantee you, you will make money. Right. I fucking promise you. Exactly. It, it's and it's funny because that's it's all new. You know that didn't exist ten years ago. That option. Mm-hmm. And so we just traveling then was was cost money only. Now there's a potential to make money, but like you said, people we we write off these ideas that are outside of our lane. You know, we see our lane. Like I go to work. I, you know, I have only have two vacation weeks mm-hmm. a year and this and that. And we're like kind of stuck in that mode and anything. That go, looks outside of that, we write off so fast because like so fast, so fast. So, ah, I can't. You know, I mean, my job is that Dude, the business. People right. are like, oh, you're gonna fail, you're gonna fail, you're gonna fail. I'm like, all right, fuck you guys. Yeah. I'll do it. Right. You know, and people are just starting to realize, like, oh shit, Harrison's serious. 
been in business now for six months and they're finally thinking I'm serious. Yeah. I'm like, I hate all of you. Like, <laughs> what? Oh, Harrison doesn't need money from people. You know, he's yeah. actually earning it Going himself. Like, himself. yeah, I did since day one. Mm-hmm. You know, I mm-hmm. guess you guys thought I was just going to burn through my savings and take a six month hiatus of working. Right. You know, no, I'm, you know, I enjoy what I do and I made sure that. You know, what I'm doing is something that I like to do. You know, it might not be what you love to do, and I happen to really enjoy what I do, but, you know, in my eyes, I would love to just go camping all the time. Right, exactly. Now, I don't know how on earth I would feasibly make money doing that. Yeah. I think there needs to be a blend of work and play, Mm -hmm. but, you know, backpacking through Europe, there's millions of people out there that all want to travel the world. Throw on a fucking hiking backpack, go travel the world, stay in hostels, camp in tents, scrape by hang out meet people there's people doing that shit all day all long right and then you're and then you're taking that responsibility away you know you're putting that responsibility on yourself of, of earning the money like you said so it's not like i i'm so reliant on this company or job that i work for that you know that that's a it's a it's a feeling of security when it's good but at the same time it it's not a feeling of of confidence and fulfillment because it's like well if that company closes or if that my boss fires me then I'm like then I'm screwed but when well, we're earning don't a, save anything either right well, yeah people, you know the culture around surrounding 20 21 to 35 year olds is ridiculous mm-hmm. like people are going out seven days a week mm-hmm. and it's just cons- mass consumerism like you know everything holy is, shit is, like Blacked out, hammered at the bars, yeah. going out to eat every meal. Like, yeah, I, I probably I eat out a lot. Don't get me wrong, but like, I go get pizza. I go get a five dollar yeah. slice of pizza. I'm not going spending seven dollars on a beer in a bar every yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. And then the, you know they're like, oh, you know, and then you see all these commercials like, oh, you know, thirty five year, you know, thirty five percent of you know twenty year olds don't have any money saved. And it's like, well, no shit. Oh shit. They're all go like. Right. Plus, I can order things on Amazon with one click of my phone, and it's on my doorstep the next morning, right? It's insane. But, like, people people are just like, you know, like, people are like, oh, yeah, but, like, what if I die tomorrow? Uh, well, if you just did something that you love to do every day anyway. Exactly. You right. wouldn't have to worry about if If I walked in the parking lot, and I don't know, I got shot or something like that, or I pulled out and I got, I immediately died. I want everybody to know that I died fucking happy. Mm-hmm. You're doing like, what you like. You're living your life. Oh, my God. You're yeah. trading in your time. You know, we trade in our time like, okay, I'll dedicate 30 years to someone else's dream or vision or whatever, and then I'll be retired, and then I can do my own thing. Yep. Who the hell knows if we're going to make it that far? And even so, you can do, you know, 30 years. You're mm-hmm. talking about 30 years. Basically half, you know, half to a, th- a yep. third of your and not life. And ev- not everybody's going to go out and create their own dream, which no. is fine. But... I firmly believe that, and I'm a firm believer that not everybody's supposed to go out and, no. cre- and create. Yeah, their own some trip. people need to to, to help need, yeah, be a team. Need, yep. and, and, yeah, right. But you know, if that's the case, you know, people are like, well, I don't know how to backpack through Europe and make money. Go honestly, spend a Friday night or Saturday night. I know it's going to be weird not going out with people. Go research international companies that own restaurants all around the country, or or the world, or go banks or wherever, and be like, hey, look. I'm traveling through Europe. I'm looking for a way to make some money. Do you mind if I go visit all your locations mm-hmm. and give you feedback review on it? You know, and this is just literally my first thought in my mind of how to make money yeah. doing this. And I promise you, if you go visit as every single one of those as a destination and write up a review and cleanliness and all this kind of stuff and develop some kind of plan that's going to be of value because you have to provide value to somebody. Otherwise, you'll never make money on mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. 
you know, if it's a bank, you know, hey, look, I'm go- this sounds crazy. I'm going to tour every chase in the country, uh, in every chase in Europe. I'm going to start in Spain and I'm going to finish in Germany, and I'm going to just go north, south, north, south, north, south like a fucking lunatic, and I'm going to try to make some money. Do you guys can? Would you guys be willing to pay me a thousand or two thousand dollars per report that I did? And let's say there was a t- hundred and twenty banks. Yeah. You know, I don't know. You know, five hundred dollars report. You now are making money. You have an objective. You can now travel and you have a location. That's my big thing is going somewhere because right. I could just go and I'll fucking end up in <laughs> who knows? Wisconsin. Right. You know, who knows? In the middle of nowhere with no gas because I have no direction. <laughs> I'll just be like, oh, I'm just going. But like there's so many ways to make money in all mm-hmm. of these things, you know. Start a blog, start a food review channel and then allow people to, you know, write, you know, while you're traveling bring a macbook or something like that and write while you're there you got a goddamn cell phone you could do all your writing on there you don't even need a fucking laptop anymore everybody's reaction to to that is always like you know if if you have some kind of idea and it's like well well, you know that you can do something like like that example and they're like well do people do that can can people do that you know like i don't know maybe maybe not maybe i'm the first one yeah like we're in a new we're living in a new age there's new opportunities every single day we're not stuck in the same 30 to 40 options that our parents had when they graduated high school and college and stuff. Yep. You know, we have unlimited different ways to do that. And there's literal kids in their 20s every day starting new yeah. businesses through their phones and, and whatever that are, have never been done before, and they make money. And it's, it's about fr- topics, it's you know, any kind of topic. It's insane that people will accept defeat in so many things. Like, <laughs> you know, if you don't like your job, Go find a new one. There's no shortage of jobs out there. Mm -hmm. Because if you show that you're passionate about a certain field and you're fed up with the same bullshit that you're dealing with, that employer is going to see it. And I had a great conversation with somebody the other day, and he runs an architectural firm. And he's like, we aren't even looking for a new employee. This dude fucking walked in the door with a resume. And he's like, I sat down with him for 30 minutes, and there's a good chance I'm hiring him. Mm -hmm. He's like, we're not even looking for people. <laughs> and, like, that is a level of dedication that nobody has right. anymore. Like, no. And a good company is going to see that person and, and be like, okay, we're going to find something for this guy yep. to do. If they're gonna, especially in, like, a private sector company yep. that's, like, going to help. If he him. wants it that bad. Do you see that guy in California who handed out resumes? No. Oh, oh yeah, the uh, homeless guy, right? Yeah. No, yeah. yeah he, he, or, he, you know, on the, whatever he was on he the He was street. about to be homeless. Yeah. He, uh, he had enough money for, I think, like, 10 or 11 months to live in California to help to find a job. And he was he was about to be dead broke. He took all the last bit of his money, and and took his resume and fucking mass printed it and went into Silicon Valley and literally handed out his resume with a sign that said, "Looking for a job? Here's my resume." People were trying to give him money. He's like, "I don't want your money. I want an opportunity." <laughs> and he had, he's like, he, he, I, this, I think the news story came back that he his voicemail box was full wow. in hours because he's out there trying mm-hmm. yeah any good uh, uh, ceo or whatever is going to see that and be like these are the type of people i need i don't really care work. what the resume says yep. yeah that idea alone is like uh, he's seeing he's seeing a problem and he's fixing it yep. he's not surrendering and just going and add value like that dude is hungry for work he mm-hmm. wants to work you would be an idiot not to hire him right. he might not you know you might you know, you might even open up, an, and then the other thing too is people are like, "Oh, you know, they're not." Th- this is the other thing that drives me insane: is people are like, "Oh, you know, they can't really, u- they can't really use me. I don't have skills for that." Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? There are so many. Co- this is called innovation. People, yeah. wake up! 
where companies are going to try to offer their customers different things. It's so much easier to upsell an existing customer than it is to get acquire a new customer. Right. Acquiring new customers is the hardest thing on the planet. Mm-hmm. Upselling your existing customers, new products, new services, whatever it may be, is the easiest way to make more money. The easiest, because they already trust you. You already have a relationship with them. Hopefully, you didn't fuck anything up. And even if you did, you fixed it. Mm-hmm. You know, they're willing to they're work with you. Yep. It's just not it's, to mention. Oh, sorry to cut you off. The no, no. skills, the skill side of it. Not to mention, basically, every single thing you could possibly want to learn these days is available to learn for either free or close to free yep. online. You know, for the, for the most part. So like. There's really it's more it's more about how much you want to self educate yourself. Like you said, if you want to skip the nights out and spend them on YouTube watching webinars and things like that, you're yep. gonna learn whatever skill. I you know I learned how to video edit. I taught myself how to video edit just by yeah. making myself do it and watching a million YouTube videos. And now I can I could put on my resume. I could go work and edit with like a like a uh, at a basically a professional level just from self self teaching. But mm-hmm. it took a lot of time, a lot of practice. But I mean. Like I said, it's all right there. Everything you want to learn yeah. about Adobe Premiere or whatever is on YouTube and, and a Everything. thousand times over. Yeah, literally. And, you mm-hmm. know, you might watch 30-minute videos, but if you learn one thing, one thing right. that one thing could mm-hmm. be the differentiating factor. And that goes for basically anything you want to do. Anything. Anything. You know, it's just people are – and that's the other thing. I think we're going to have a serious problem in 20 to 30 years because this generation – I feel like is not going above and beyond to benefit themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. people. You know, people are like, oh well, my mom and dad told me to get a degree. Mm-hmm. You know, there's an um, there's like I think it's like thirty five or forty percent of students never read a book after college. That's insane! Wow, never wow. read a book after college. That I don't even fucking I don't I barely even know how to read. <laughs> you laugh. I literally read my first book last year. <laughs> Cover That's to cover, bad. like That's bad, man. never read a book. Yeah, you know, but you don't need to read anymore. Yeah. You could just listen to books. Right. You know, I've I used to listen to books on tape. Now we have books on iPhone. Right. You know. Right, but you're still no learning excuse. something. Yeah. Yep. Just, just to sit back and be like, all right, my learning, the learning phase of my life is over at age 21. That's a bad way to live the next 60 years, 80, uh, 60, 70 years of your life or whatever it's going to be. And then people get angry that people are millionaires and people mm-hmm. are broke. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, you know, they, I'm not saying that everybody that's a millionaire earned it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that everybody that's poor deserves to be mm-hmm. there. But the reason why this divide is going right through the middle class is because half of them are learning and the other half mm-hmm. stopped. Right. Yep. You're exactly right. Really good point. You want to make more money? Go out and fucking learn something. Mm-hmm. You know, add value to your company. If you could, if you do photo editing all day, and now you go to your company and say, "Hey, by the way, I could also video edit. I'll do it for you, but I want an extra twenty thousand dollars a year." Yeah. If yeah. your company is not willing to capitalize on that, the ability for you to fo- video edit, go to a new well, company that will that will pay you to fo- mm-hmm. video edit, and then now you could say, "Hey, by the way, I also offer photo editing." So if they're primarily a video editing company and now they get a photo editing option uh, offer and you can do it, you just locked in your job exactly. for a, for job security for a long time and now you just added money to that company's pocket and they they in turn will pay you. There's no, you know, and if they're not, it's either a bad company or you're not doing a good enough job. Right. Yep. That's yep. it. Yeah, you got to be in, uh, indispensable. Yeah. There's a really good book called Lynchpin. By um, 
Seth Godin's an author. How do you spell linchpin? Lynch, L-I-N-C-H-P-I-N, all one word. So Seth Godin, and actually he's really good with, um, he's, he's one of my favorite authors, but he's really, really big into um, marketing, actually, but not, how do I explain it? Not like how to, but more about leading a tribe. You know, he has a book called Tribes, actually, I think one of his first books, and it's most popular about like, building a following and, and not by again not by how to not by timing post like not like the technical side of it sure. but like the theoretical side of it a little bit more and he's so he's into all that stuff but linchpin is one about being you know making yourself where your job cannot get rid of you because they yep. you know they they need, they need you. you you're that unique you're not just checking like these certain boxes you know yep and if you could cover two people's jobs if you could figure out how to train yourself and learn something that you can cover two or three people's jobs because I think most people would agree that a 40-hour work week is bullshit. Right. There's nobody on the face of this earth that gives a full 40 hours on a 40-hour work of week. Pro- of productive productive time. Of productive time. No. you got to account for bathroom breaks. Yeah. you got to account for talks at the, at the water cooler. you got to talk for... you got to account for you flipping through your phone for on social. <laughs> like, a company's lucky... If they get 35 hours or 30 hours a week right. from you, you know. Yeah, even like yeah, three or four hours a day of actually sitting down focused work, I think is probably above average for oh, most yeah, people in an eight-hour work day. Yep. Um, one comp- I just saw this video. I think it was on LinkedIn or something like that. And this one company, the employees were normally working 40 hours a week. Uh, sorry, five days a week, 40 hours a week. And they're like, we are going to take one day of work away from you. And you need to figure out how to get it all done. Wow. And they're like, look, we get some of you need to work five days a week. We're going to shorten your days. We want to also offer the ability for you guys to work four days a week and get all your work done. 530 hits when you're supposed to be don't work. You are no longer allowed to work at all. And if you're caught working, you'll get fired. Hmm. And hmm. yeah, oh, mind blowing concept. That's and it worked extremely well. Say, yeah. The productivity level went through the roof because everybody's like, I only have 30-something hours. Right. Of, you know, 30 hours of work to get to mm-hmm. uh, to get all the work done. Now people are starting to cut out the bullshit time. Mm-hmm. You know, if you shave off two hours a day, you know, you got or, – or an hour and a half a day, you know, you, now you're leaving to work an hour and a half early. Right. If you need to pick up the kids or take the Wednesday off. Right. And, the, and the level of happiness in the employees went through the roof. It must be, yeah, because they don't feel like they're, like, oh, just, you know, riding the clock at this point. Like, I'm here to, to be productive. When I'm done being productive, I leave. Yep. And I think that – I always love jobs and employee situations that – that play more towards like here's your job like I don't That's necessarily I really do care how long it takes you know, but this is what I want you to get accomplished I want to have I want to keep you here for 40 hours just because you know that's what everybody does absolutely you know I want to be able to have my employees work wherever they are you mm-hmm. know if you're going on a trip in Cancun have fun awesome give me you know fucking fuck, stay there for a year I don't <laughs> care just give me like 30 hours a week yeah. that's it like yeah. take the other time and even if it's not 30 hours a week, give me 25 hours a week. Yeah. But give me 25 hours of really, really good work. Really good work. Don't give me 40 hours of bullshit. Give me 25 hours of really good you work. Enjoy the rest of your time. You know, and if you got to work till 3 o'clock in the morning to get your shit done, I don't care. No. You could have started at 9 a.m. Right. You know, just get your work done. I don't care just how you get it, get it done. Get it to me. Get it in my inbox. Yep. That's all I care about. Yep. You know, and, and, I th- and that's one of my really, my goals. And it's not even so much for my company to be successful. I want to be able to find single moms or mm-hmm. you know f- struggling families that are looking for or you know mm-hmm. and i don't say struggling like financially i mean struggling like their parents or the kids don't have time to do everything right. worn thin yep just- you know yeah worn thin you know 
a commute alone could be hours for mm-hmm, people. Mm-hmm. I was trying to go to Farmingdale, which is normally a 30-minute ride from here, and yesterday, and Sunrise was closed, and I literally just took a photo of it and sent it to the guy, and I go, I'm not coming. There's no <laughs> way... Uh, and it, it was for a networking meeting, but I'm like, there's no way I'm sitting in 45 minutes worth of traffic yeah. ready to blow my brains out to go sit in a meeting with people. I mean, yeah, I want to meet these people, but what is your time worth? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And like you say commute alone. That's, you know, if you if people are like, hey, would you rather have like actually two hours a day of your life to, to yourself? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And then, then we talk about, oh, I don't have time for the gym or to meditate or do this and that. Well, yeah. Th- those well, are, you're the problem. Right. Right. That's. Yeah. You know, I, the strategic, you know, strategies that can be taken. For yep. Sure. Before I started this company, I, I had a job offer for uh, $150,000 in New York City. And I, I love this example because wow. I tell people it's $150,000 oh, is good yeah. money. Yeah, man. But uh, I did the hourly breakdown and I'm like, okay, you know, yeah, it's it's pretty good money. But like, I'm like, I'm also working a part time job just mm-hmm. commuting. You're talking three hours, you know, a minimum of five to six hours a day. Yeah. So you're talking an extra 25 to 30 hours. Yeah. So how much is $150,000 after taxes, after healthcare, after 401k, by the time it's in your pocket, plus your commute time, it came out, I could make more money working in a fucking restaurant out here than I could, you know. And uh, people are like, dude, you're crazy for Mm -hmm. not taking that job. I go, my minimum to walk into the door in a New York City office is $200,000. With benefits and with them matching my 401k, no questions asked. Right. It would only make sense. And, and right. people are like, that's crazy. You're not, you're not worth that much money. I go, no, you're just not. You're just accepting way, way less than less. I am. Yeah. You're undervaluing your time. Yep. You get, yeah. yeah. We only get it once. You only have this time one well, time. Oh, only one. And on top of that, that same person is going to be the same person that's going to either get really, really badly injured or die and think back on their lives and be like, I lived a miserable life working for the man, doing th- what, 40 hours plus an extra 30 of commuting? Yeah. You're talking 70 hours a week? Mm, no way. That gives you what time to sleep and, right. and, and, and. Not to mention, it's just going to drive you to an early grave, you know? Like. Plus stress. Now, if the fucking train breaks down, yeah, yeah. which is not, it was just pretty common. Right, it happens weekly almost. Like, like God, or you miss the train. Now you're <laughs> freaking out because you got to punch in at eight thirty. You got to race to another train station because you know that you're you're literally racing the clock at this point. Now, if there's an accident on the LIE, forget it. And then after all of this, you're gonna finally get to work. You're gonna have a shitty day at work. Now you're gonna have to stay late because you didn't get all your work done because you fucking procrastinated all day. Now you, you take the trip home, and this is where it gets crazy. Now you're going to go home and be a complete douchebag to your wife or, right, wife exactly. or husband. Right. It's going to become it's gonna become who you are. That's like when you take a job like that, it's like, all right, this is who I'm going to be now for my life. It's not just my job anymore. Uh-huh. This is the person I'm going to be. I'm going to be that person that commutes and, and you know, um, you know, stresses out over work and comes home and gets barely any time with the family and mm-hmm. it's kind of like a – Overworked, rundown person. You know, like that's what you're Just signing beat up, for. Right? Yeah. Right. And people are like, and I love when people are like, dude, I, could, dude, 150,000, you could suck it up. Are you kidding me? Yeah. No, I, fuck no. Right. Do you have any more value on your time? Right. One life to live. I don't want to live in a state of sucking it up all the time. You know what I mean? Well, I'm so curious now what the math is because I forgot what it was, but I'm gonna bang it out really quick. 150,000. Divide that by 52. Divide that by 70 hours. You're talking $41 an hour, which is not bad no, money. No, But 
Again, there's a lot of unseen facts. hours yeah. a week. Plus, you got to account for your unhappiness, and that's not <laughs> including the train ticket you got to buy, right. or the gas, yeah, so or the parking, parking pass, whatever you're doing. Yeah, all that shit. Is it really worth right. it? No, I and agree. that's 150,000 if you take it home. 150,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take about a third out of that for tax. Yeah, so we'll go 110,000 now. Actually, it's probably going to be even less than that because yeah. taxes are about 35 percent, 30, 35 percent. 30. Yeah. So about, about 100. Uh, yeah. About so about 100. 150. Is that now? Do we also take out health insurance too? Should we do that? I'm just curious. Now we're just throwing around numbers here, <laughs> but um, uh, uh, we'll give it to you if you're paying for your own. Then yeah, I guess. All right, so insur- health insurance is going to be, what, $15,000 a year? Yep. So now you're at 85000 Now you divide that by 52, divide that by 70. You're making $23 an hour. Right. That's a big difference. That's, like, huge. Mm-hmm. Huge difference. Big difference. Plus. Yeah, well, that's why we... Uh you know, we're on the same page with that stuff for sure. But, you know, the other side of the coin is not always perfect either. Trying to make your own business. Oh, of you know, course not. Of course trust not. Trust me, I'm going through, you know, it's it's a lot. Starting your own business is the hardest it's thing very in hard, the world. Very and I'm starting, now I am growing a large amount of respect for people that own their own businesses. Yeah. yeah. That are successful. Mm-hmm. Because it's not easy. Right. Especially long term. Because I, I, you know, when I first had my gym, um, I had a CrossFit gym for about seven years and I had success for sure. I mean, in different ways, it wasn't just all financial success. I mean, we just had a lot of people that did really well and got um, a lot of improvements. I had a bunch of employees. I got to hire people that I was friends with, I cared about, give them job opportunities. So it was very successful in a lot of ways. But to me, like, it, it kind of ran its course. You know, it ebbed and flowed and kind of ran its course in, the, in about that six or seven year cycle. But to do something for 30, 40 years, where you can support a family on Long Island, and you oh, know it's 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 a lot too. that you have to do. It's a lot. It you know, and, and people are like, "Oh, Long Island's great," and, and this, that, and the other thing. I'm like, "Long Island's great until you also now you got to take that hundred or eighty-five thousand that you started with." And we're gonna do some more math here now, because <laughs> I'm because now I'm even more curious. So you're taking eighty-five thousand dollars a year home. Average taxes in Bayport in a small house are about. Thirteen thousand. You're That's also insane. yeah. Uh, you're also probably gonna spend. Um, how much money on food do you think? One hundred and fifty to two hundred dollars a week. Yeah, I would say two hundred a week. Uh, what is the? Uh, sorry, guys, we're just getting a little wild now. But I'm 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 really curious to see like what you could even possibly save. Um, all right, so now you get it. So that's about ten thousand dollars a year. Mm-hmm. Minus ten thousand. You want to go away? That's probably going to be another four thousand a year. Plus other shit, you know. Minus a car and something like you're really taking home. Those are bare necessities. Yeah. You're taking home fifty eight thousand dollars a year mm-hmm. for seventy hours a week. Yeah. You know, know, put a value on that. Right. Fuck it. Put an office in your home and claim that shit on taxes. Mm-hmm. At least you can. At least you can, you can save off. some kind of money. <laughs> you know. Yeah, you're like that's insane, and like these are just ballpark numbers. Yeah, like, yeah. Somebody can go pretty in depth, but like, right? You know, now flip side of things, work remotely. You know, mm-hmm. working remotely is becoming more and more popular. I mean, your industry is pretty much possible. I don't know how anybody can work remotely. Yeah, well, there's a lot of actually guys that do just online coaching. I've worked even with a few coaches where you just meet through Skype, 
Um, movement, you know, I coach a lot of movement, so that's hard because I like to be able to watch people move and mm-hmm. put my hands on them. Uh, yep. That sounds weird, but like, you know, move this this way. Move no, that yeah, way. absolutely. Um, but there's coaches, you know, there's coaches do all that all through video, you know. Mm-hmm. So basically, like, I could. So what I do, I only meet with my clients in person, really, most of them average of once a week. Um, because I don't actually, they don't come to me to work out specifically. Mm-hmm. I program for them to do all of their work outside of the gym for the most part, either at home or at the gym they go to or whatever. And they come to me just to work on, so I give them programming and they come to me and I go through all the programming with them. This is what you're going to work on this week. This is what we're going to work on for your hip. This is what we're going to work on for your breathing. This is, you know, all these different things. Sure. And I teach it to them and then they go do it on their own. So. There's some people who take that one time a week and just do it through Skype instead, depending on what mm-hmm. they're coaching. So you, there is some who do some pretty good business just all all remote. Like That's that. awesome. Yeah, it is. It really is. And so you know, there I'd like to think that there'll be a time where I I have to transition to that because I hopefully will be living some sure. in a situation sure. where I can um, where I want to do that. Now, you know? why don't you start something like an online course? I'm thinking about it actually. I'm thinking about a couple things along those lines. I can scale up a little bit more. So, um, either like a detailed like um, a course or a couple of um, like I think I'm going to do like an online guided. Um, I have a lot of people reaching out to me about transitioning to plant based living, mm-hmm. and it's a hard thing to do. It's hard to just like one day just decide to uh, not yeah. you know. So I'm actually thinking about developing like a 30 day course. You don't do milk either, right? No, 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 no. no. So I'm thinking about doing like a 30-day guided uh, transition where I really help people through the entire process. Don't eat for 30 days. <laughs> no, I'm not going to have them do and that. And that is how you become <laughs> a vegetarian. No, but like ease them into it, start to slowly um, cut things out, have webinars every week where we talk about why we're doing certain things, what to expect, what to f- what you plan on, you know, what you should, what you may feel, what you may not feel. Um, the mental side of it, you know, why we're doing these things and kind of bring, you know, so guided things like that is like coached things like that, that are, um, but then they, you know, you can have a hundred people do it at, at sure. a time or something, you know, so it's much more scalable than just having one person at a time come to my, my home gym and, and mm-hmm. work together. So, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm bouncing around a lot of ideas like that because, um, you know, the stuff that I'm, I'm working on with people is becoming very popular, mm-hmm. you know, especially like the breath work, the I do a lot of breathing and, and that Wim Hof method. Do a lot of Wim Hof stuff. Yeah. And I even do, I have a, in my home now I have a sauna and I have an ice freezer for, for ice baths. So I do a lot of wow. back and like contrast bathing, okay. a lot of central, that's for a lot of central nervous system, um, for like anti-anxiety and things like that, where we work on our breathing through those ex- extreme um, situations sure. and working on just maintaining calmness and learning how, like if you can breathe, if you can get in a 33 degree ice tub mm-hmm. and breathe normally and not go, <laughs> if you could, yeah. you got to center, man. You got to center right. your focus. If you can do that in a 33 degree ice tub, you can do it in traffic or when your wife is nagging you or we're like mm-hmm. these things that kind of get us up, we can breathe through basically anything. So, um, I forget why I even came, why that started, but, um, scaling and online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So a lot of that information, a lot of this is fairly unique and new in the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm getting a lot of interest in it, but a lot of people don't live around here or, you know, I live in, you know, kind of the middle of nowhere in Ridge. So even people like on Long Island, still like in Ridge is like an hour away, you know, so I'm working on ways to reach more people. God, you live all the way in Ridge? Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. It's not that bad. It seems far. It's about half an hour from here. 
Oh, all right. That's not it's that all bad. highway, but it's out there, you know. So yeah, like yeah. anyone west of here, like Bayshore, those areas where, you know, it's like it's like almost an hour, you know. And mm-hmm. it's like, eh, like how many times can you come up there, you know, to to sit in an ice tub? Sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's um, tough. Right, yeah, so, commuting is just, you know, the worst. And, right. You know, I'm sure somebody's going to be like, well, you could have moved to New York City for $24,000 a year or something like that. Yeah, uh, you're right. I absolutely could have. And I could have also hated my life because not having peace and quiet is the worst thing in the it's world. The worst, right. Like, I've never been in New York City and been like, oh, I'm this so glad good. I'm here. <laughs> Fuck no. It's so far. It, it, it's a very non-human habitat. It's yes. so far from our actual and human. I, and don't get, I'm not hating on anybody that lives there because i have a friend i have a couple friends that live there and if that's what you like mm-hmm. you know yeah that's what you like you know right. just not for me so for me my cost to 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 work to live in new york city and then work closer to where i want to work is significantly higher than somebody else's and my drive to go make somebody else's dream happen when i could make my own dream happen and i definitely have the knowledge and determination to do it you know for me it's not worth it no you know, if I can make two hundred thousand dollars for working for somebody else, sitting in my house all day yes. working on my computer, now we're talking a different story. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and I would have taken even. I would. I even told my because I was working with the recruiter, and I was like, "Look, I was like, I'll take like I'll be fine with seventy five thousand dollars a year. Mm-hmm. It's the thirty hours extra that I'm going to be commuting yeah, that's, is the problem mm-hmm. area. You know, I have no problem working right. at home. Right. Yeah, that's the thing. So I choose to live out in Ridge where. I live on a dead end by a lake. I you can't hear like not a car goes by all night. It's gr- it's it's incredible, and I spend a lot of time outdoors and stuff. But at the same time, you know, doing trying to conduct business in the middle of like the woods, essentially, like I'm, I'm, yeah, it's not conducive to even just things like this. You know, like having someone on my own podcast. You know, like I've I have the my home gym also has like kind of a corner section that's set up like a studio. But how many people, even people from the city, like I have a, a lot of good health practitioners and coaches and stuff are in the city, you know, trying to get them to come out to Ridge to do an in-studio. It's just not really that yeah. realistic, you know? Dude, so I tell people I'm in Bayport, they're like, oh, I don't know, it's pretty far. Uh, yeah. I'm like, it's right next to Patchogue. <laughs> right. Like, we're not talking far here. Right, right. And then the other thing is like, oh, you know, it's a bit of a hike. I'm like, how many fucking times did I drive out to see you? Yeah, yeah. You can't come <laughs> on, you can't drive to Bayport once. One time, yeah. So that's the thing. When I'm like, I want someone to be a guest on the show. Oh, but there's a little catch. You have to take an hour and a half train from the city and then drive, you know, whatever. Dude, I had somebody come from California. Really? It fucking wow. can happen. My last wow. podcast, last, I think last podcast. Yeah. My buddy Eric, yeah, he uh, he, was, he happened to be home for about two weeks from uh, from California. Okay. And I was able to catch him. That's cool. Um, and then I had somebody drive up from, like, right outside of D.C. Yeah. So, so you have to get creative. You know, so, but the thing is, the point is, like, it just forces me like okay this is this is a bigger priority of my living situation and you know those things that i like being outdoors and, and having that that peace and quiet so these other par- um like my second priorities of work have to be i have to be just be creative i have to figure out ways mm-hmm. to not sacrifice those first priorities mm-hmm. like, how can i make this work you know if i lived in new york city my business would probably be doing a, you know much bigger right now i'd have more people probably have you know more people even just working for me or whatever to have a whole system but you trade a lot but i trade a lot but it's to me it's worth there's priorities that i'm not that i don't settle on so mm-hmm. you know the other things hey I'll, I'll figure out something eventually it might take a little longer it might take a little bit more creative or a couple of um do things like just differently for a while but you know at least then when i get to where i want to be i'm in the place i want to be already mm-hmm. you know and so 
you know, it's, it's constant battle of weighing all those things out. And yeah, so. it's it's a it's a lot of work. Yep. You know, people don't understand. You know the trade-offs that, especially business, and I and I am specifically gearing us towards business owners. But the the trade-offs that business owners make because once you're an employee, you know it's a different story because you know you're just a, you're expected to work. You're going to earn a paycheck. Like more than likely, your paycheck's going to go through. Mm-hmm. You know, there's all these factors that you really don't think about. But as a business owner standpoint, is like, how do I make this work? How can I make this work? What technology do I need to put into place to make this work? You know, how can I make the podcast? You know, I've had people that are like, oh, I can do the podcast, but I'll do it remotely. And I'm like, no, mm-hmm. that's, you lose that human interaction. This it's, is so much better than yeah. when I do my recorded episodes. Yep. It's not the same. There's no, it's, the internet is not fast enough to, to relay an image that I can see that you're going to speak or you're not going to speak. Mm-hmm. It has to be in person right. with no devices. You know, you, even if you're on the computer, great. Notifications come across my screen. I know. Notifications are going to come across your screen. Mm-hmm. Now, if I lose your attention for a little bit or you say, what are we talking about? You're going to look like an idiot. Right, right. Yep. Yeah, this is this this is the goal for me too for my show because like, I've had some great guests. I've had a couple international guests now, which is cool because like, I'm not gonna nest, I'm not gonna get international guests to Ridge, New York. Not, you know? not anytime soon. <laughs> not anytime soon. So there's not even an airport helps, near But you. yeah, so but you know, at the same time, there's a uh, a sense of a level of quality that I just know that I'm sacrificing. But you know, for now, it's it's what I have to do. But eventually, you know, that goal is to get into a studio. You know, have all of course, my yeah, right build your own studio and, mm-hmm, and have the guests all. So maybe someday I'll be able to fly him in, you know? Oh, but that's the goal. That's the goal. That's the goal. Put him up in a hotel. Come on, hang come out on, for, hang for an hour or two yeah. and, you know, stay in a hotel. Here's Long Island. Here's, here's your little private tour guide or here's my Airbnb. Yep. Make yourself a whole. Yo, that would be the, that's the ultimate goal. Someday. We'll get there. Oh. Apparently, that's what Rogan does. He, yeah. he like, pays for everything when you I'm come. sure, yeah. You I know? mean, and plus, I mean, if you're getting on Rogan, you're – you're 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 benefiting in a lot of other ways. Yeah, you know, you're, the exposure level is insane. So it even if you had to pay, insane. if if he invited me on the show, I don't, if I had to ride my bike there, you know, I'd, I'd make <laughs> it happen because the exposure. That's it. Like it's a whole. You're gonna, oh my God, You're going to jump two t- levels like overnight just from just from them saying, "Hey, this is this guy's going to be on my show before yeah. anyone even hears anything." That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I love when people too. They're like, you know, yo, you're not going to be big as, as big as Rogan. I'm like, Rogan's got fucking eight years on me. Yeah. Relax. Right. Rome wasn't built in a day. Right. I'm not looking to be the world's biggest podcaster tomorrow or next year. Right. I'm looking to be by 2025, right. maybe one of the, the number one podcasts. Yeah, yeah. You know, the, you got you got to build up credibility. You got to do all these, po- these shows. But the th- the other thing is that people have this crazy separation from is you got to love the process. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have to love the pro if you yeah. don't love the pro like i love doing what i do mm-hmm. i happen to enjoy the struggles that i go through and stuff like that you know if it's too easy it's not going to be interesting so if you don't love the pro- pod i mean if you don't if you don't love the process whether it's your business or it's a podcast or whatever it may be you're gonna stop doing mm-hmm. it you know exactly. I, I love when people tell me they started a podcast like oh i started a podcast i can't wait i'm gonna be i'm it's gonna be super popular everybody's gonna listen to it be my guest, bro. Because yeah. if that's the case, I'm going to learn from you now. Right. If you blew up overnight, I want to know what you did because now I want to recreate right. it. But it doesn't happen. No, you have to be okay with saying, like, I do some solo casts now. And, um, you know, half the time I'm talking to the microphone, I'm like, 
is anyone ever even going to hear this? You know, like, or I, I know like my audience isn't that big, but I'm yeah. like, it doesn't matter. I have to, just, I, I want, you know, I enjoy it. I want to get this stuff out. I want to share my thoughts and whether I get a hundred downloads or 500 downloads or zero downloads on, on a show, I got to just, whatever, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. You know, I just going to do it anyway and, and keep growing and, like I am enjoying the show a lot, and that's all that that's really it. matters. I don't. I I stopped looking at stats after like the first week. I don't I'm look like, at stats anymore. Right. People are like how many downloads you get. I'm like I, I last time I checked know. it was a couple hundred. Yeah. After yeah. that, I mean, I haven't checked in months. Yeah. You know. I get people reaching out and say they enjoyed it, and that's I hear one or two comments per episode about people saying, "Hey, that was a great show. Cool. That that's." Appreciate that's that. more important than yep i'd rather hit two clicks. people that appreciate it than yep. a million that just didn't give a shit right yep exactly yeah so. it's it's i mean it's, it's a you know it's got to be a passion product yep. you know, um, you know the, the, my my secret and i've talked about this before too but you know one of the one of the things that i absolutely love about this and this format is the fact that you know when when i when i have kids you know one day in the land of make-believe because <laughs> i don't know when that day will come but you know when i have kids you know dad what did you do when you were 25 26 you know 27 you know what'd you do when you were my age well funny story you asked that because here's all the shit that i did right. you know here's you know oh you want to learn about what was happening that day or that time or whatever it was you know listen to this you know that's cool whether relative stuff that all is happening now is comes up constantly in the show mm -hmm. so it's like you know what was going on great this is what was going on it's hot it's cold it's right. you know this is what's going on in the world this is who was present this is you know what was you know this was the hot topics all that's that cool. Kind of stuff. That's yeah. That that's that's really cool, and it shows that you're you didn't just like we were saying before. You didn't just go in order. You know, the, you went and tried a bunch of your own things. You can show you could. Hey, maybe you know, ninety nine of these things didn't work, but one thing stuck. Mm -hmm. You know, or one thing helped my show. And now you know, like the average successful business person, I think, starts. I forget what the number is. It's like five or six businesses. Yeah. I think technically I'm on my fourth. Yeah. I've had a couple businesses already that were not like official businesses on paper. I started making pies. Yeah, that's why I'm kind of like I don't know yeah. if it's technically. I think tech, maybe technically by New York State record and stuff, it's my third. You know, but really, it's like my fourth. And New York State record, this is one. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, all the other things I tried to do. But know. it's fun, you know, and I'll probably be a bunch more before I get it exactly right. You know. That's it. People are like, oh, you bought a drone? I bought a drone, by the oh, way. Oh, cool. What did uh, you get? Uh, the DJI Phantom 4 Pro. Oh. V2. Nice. Uh, thing's sick. That is awesome. And uh, thanks. And I got, I just got my, my drone pilot's license on oh, this past Saturday. Oh, you're doing it the right way. Oh, not yeah. Not like yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. like, I get these pop-up notifications. You're not allowed to fly here. I'm like, just X, X, X. Oh, <laughs> just oh like yes. I am completely legal. Yeah. Um, and I'm actually working on getting my insurance now. But well, you uh, should, because then you can actually go and get jobs and do exactly. it right. So people ask me, hey, can you do some real estate drone footage? I'm like, well, I'm not really allowed I to. I can, <laughs> but like, if you just happen to make cash, appear in my mailbox. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it, you know, fine. Um, but uh, yeah, dude, I, I, I love it. And Oh, I, that's right. I saw your stuff. I, I saw the drone shots you took oh. over at uh, Jones Beach. Oh, yeah, Incredible yeah. pictures, Yeah, man. thanks, man. really good. Thanks. I forgot all about that. Yeah, I did um, see it. Yeah, but, you know, just trying to, you know, it's, I'm constantly innovating. People are like, why'd you get a drone? I'm like, mm. well, partially one, I wanted one. Right, they're fun. Yeah, they're fun to play with. You know, you got to be super careful with them because, yes, you are responsible right. for other people's lives. Mine's in, yeah, and mine's in China for the second time right now getting... What, which one did you get? I have the Mavic. Okay. And uh, But it's the second crash I had to send it in. 
God damn it's flying man. a little too close to the sun, you know what I mean? God like just it, taking man. some chance. You know, you got you, you when you go for money shots, you know, you got to uh, <laughs> you, you you live on uh, the edge. Do they a charge bit. you to fix it? Oh yeah. Oh. Well, that's God. why it's still sitting there because I haven't paid yet because I oh. thought it was going to be covered under warrant. Long story. They denied me my warrant. You know, they said it was my fault, not their fault. But oh my god, I'm still fighting it. But um, yeah, but then it, it jumps. You know, if you're going to create videos and stuff, I mean, from a content level. It, it takes it, to the next level. Next level. You can't then, really, yeah, you I know. can't believe I'm producing stuff without it right now. Like I'm vlogging again a little bit, and I don't have the drone, and it really freaking bothers me. So mm. I can't wait to get it back and get that thing flying again soon. I'm jealous. You got the Ma- the new Mavic Two Pro. I, I don't have. Yeah, I don't have that one. But that's I saw one last week. A guy flying. It's unbelievable. It's really, really um, good, good machine. You know, who knows? Maybe it'll turn into like a little drone side business. But like, yeah. you know, you got you got to be constantly thinking. You know, one thing that was super important to me was I'm like, if I get this drone, I have to get this license, or I will I will return it, no mm-hmm. question asked. Mm-hmm. I will bring it right back to Best Buy, pay the restocking fee, or sell it immediately online because I'm not going to buy this drone and not do it the right way mm-hmm. because I want to be able to either make us make another income from it or be able to sell my photography from it right. or you know anything like that i was like this is it's i gotta do it the right way mm-hmm. and that was so important to me and uh yeah i got it set i stayed up to like 2 a.m friday night and then uh staying home mm-hmm. and uh i was up again saturday morning like seven studying for like three hours before the test awesome. and uh yeah crushed it 87 out of 100 nice so, Good yeah man. uh if you ever take that test um study it's yeah not easy and right. There was questions that literally nobody mentioned on that oh. test. <laughs> like, it was like, where is your, I forget what it is, your uh, drone registration number supposed to be labeled on on the aircraft? And I'm like, oh, on the outside, the inside, or underneath? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, every video <laughs> I watched never this. said anything about this. Yeah, I don't know if we're going to take that test. I think I'm just going to keep, uh, I don't know. We'll the side business? Maybe I shouldn't say that on the, on the air, but... <laughs> I, I'm not it's just for my vlog. I make one minute vlog episodes on That's Instagram, it. so the drone footage is usually like six seconds or less. So it should you know, be fine. Yeah, I don't need to go too far with it. Yeah, but it's, oh, I love it's it. I love it. It's cool stuff, man. It's just it's amazing what you can do with technology. Mm-hmm. But you got you got to innovate. You got to think about like what's next, what's mm-hmm. next, what's mm-hmm. next. Because if you don't, right? Yeah, you can't have a vlog without a drone right now. That's what I learned about a year. That's when I got my drone. I was like, every good vlog has drone footage now you know what mm-hmm. i mean so it's like i had to do it the real question is what's next yeah i don't know i don't know like shit's getting weird <laughs> vr and ar right. like you know and and that could be something that's going to be wild you know if you let's just say hypothetically you as an example you know you build up this online coaching business you know maybe there's going to be a vr thing that comes out mm-hmm. where or an ar thing where uh, you know, you could put on goggles and stuff like that, and and somebody else could put on, you know, like a wetsuit style thing. And this is just me spitballing ideas. But now, when you touch them in certain areas, you can actually apply pressure right. and get them to move in the right Which direction. Is nuts. You know, so now you're taking your business, you know, and I can't imagine it not happening, but you're taking it to the next level. Mm-hmm. So, you know, now you can work with those super high end clients in Texas or California, mm-hmm. wherever, mm-hmm. and. You know, hey, put on the suit. You know, you got if you want to work with me, you got to go out and spend ten thousand dollars on the suit, mm-hmm. and you got to buy this, you got to buy this, and then once you're there, now we can start start working right. together, and now it allows you to really get down to like, hey, this is where it's supposed to be, and now you can apply pressure to certain areas, mm-hmm. or hey, you know, you should pull this back, and the suit will apply the pressure until mm. you get them where you right. want. 
Right. I'm just. This is shit that right, I. Right, but stuff like that is going. It's, it's already happening. It's right. already happened. Like they right. have pressure suits now that mm-hmm. when you get touched virtually, it will sense. Your body will sense it because your that suit will will actually That's apply pressure. Wild. Yeah. And this is just, you know. I'm, it's only a matter of time. If there's a demand for it, it's gonna happen. Yep. Yep. You're so right. it's just. That's cool. That's the cool to think about in a lot of ways. And scary in some ways, depending on how you look at it. But cool to think about. Anything, anytime you can take technology and apply it towards helping people, you know, like, like every technology, it can be used to help people somewhere. Oh, 100%. Or another. So that's, that's a good thing to know that everything that comes out, we'll be able to figure out a way to use it to help each other. So should be exciting. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's wild. It's just, it's a constant force forward right. of whatever it may be improvement in this improvement in that or whatever but yeah i'm excited about it <laughs> freak yeah because you're like oh i can make money now like, well, yeah my head's like <laughs> come to harrison for all yeah. the crazy off the wall ideas <laughs> um but no you know it's it's just it's everything you know i can't uh, my biggest thing is i'm so excited for teleportation yeah oh mm. my god I can. I mean, I'm not gonna fuck with it in the early stages because I don't want to come out with like my ass and I mean my head and my ass. But uh, even though it's probably already there, um, but you know the amount of commuting again, commuting is awful, awful. But there's nowhere in the world you're not gonna commute unless you work remotely. Yep. You know, one hundred percent working remotely. We spend so much time. I mean, it's a gift and a curse. Like the gift of even like just travel in general, commuting and travel. Like we can get on a plane. Like I can drive to JFK right now in an hour and a half. Get on a plane, fly to California. I could be in California today. Right? Uh-huh. I could decide right now I'm going to go to California today and be there today. Yep. And that's insane to think about. Never right? was a thing. It was never possible. But then there's the you know there's the downside of of like well now that those opportunities exist we're going to do it all the time traveling for work and things like that and then then it becomes a burden. You could literally way. go to you could go to Florida in two hours now yep. or two or three yeah. hours. My wife went last. She went down a few weeks ago, whatever, with her mom and. I dropped over at the airport. Literally, I got home, like did a couple things really quick, and she texted me, okay, we're here. I'm like, are you kidding me? You're there? You're in Florida it's right freaky, now. Like, man. I just dropped you off. Frontier Airlines is a $100 special yeah. to go to, to, go to insane. one of the airports down in Florida. I forget which one. It's $100 round trip, no carry-on, no luggage, just you and whatever you're wearing. Right. You, you go down no there. No carry-on? No, nothing, dude. <laughs> nothing. That's, That's it. Apparently, there's no carry-on. That's what I heard. I don't know. I haven't done it. But uh, you literally just... That's awesome, though. Hop on the plane. And you go. You go, and you're back. You could right. be back that night, or if you're staying with somebody, you could be back in a couple That's days. That's what I mean. Like, yeah, and if you do that at an ice slip or something, forget it. It's like, boom. It's I nothing. mean, fuck. That's crazy. Crazy. You know, throw a pair of boxers on, throw underwear, <laughs> throw throw your uh, bathing suit on, and throw a pair of pants on over that. <laughs> throw, like, two go t-shirts to on. the afternoon. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> fuck yeah. That's like, funny. wild. That's funny. You know, and if you're worried about like, oh my God, you know, I mean, I need stuff down there. Honestly, if you're expecting to be down there on that day, send it to a hotel if you're yeah. spending a night and, and mail it down. Right. You know, or, or, you know, see if they have a carry on for like 20 bucks. But, yeah. you know, a small duffel bag is pretty much all you need for right. a two day Florida trip. That's cool. Going to go out of state for the weekend. That kind of convenience is, like you said, it's unheard Insane. of. Yeah. And you get Wi-Fi the whole time you're fucking in the air. <laughs> like, it doesn't, it just doesn't stop getting any better. Like, you could download movies on Netflix now and watch, watch a fucking TV than... series while you're traveling. Yeah. You know, while somebody else is doing the work. Like, that Like that never existed. Ever. 
Imagine having to talk to people next to you mm-hmm. or read a newspaper. That's crazy. <laughs> Fuck, man. You know what's funny about it too, though, is instead of being like saying it like this, like how crazy, like awesome it is, we're like, what the hell? There's no Wi-Fi on this flight. You know, what I mean? oh like, my God, we're yeah. like spoiled like, already. Oh, like, oh yeah. great, no Wi-Fi. What am I gonna do? But for here's the two crazy, hours. Here's the crazy. I've heard stories about people that are like, you know, there's they're trying to get this meeting with this really big business guy, and they happen to be in like the area quote unquote, mm-hmm. like within a couple states away. And he's like, you know, the, there's this there's this infamous story. And I think the guy was traveling from like California or something like that. And he was he was coming to like I think it was from Long Island or, or New York City. And the the guy was like a couple states away. F- too far to drive because he wouldn't make it, but close enough that he could fly there. And he's like, Oh that's so strange. I'm actually gonna be in the area tomorrow. Do you wanna get lunch? And the guy was like, Yeah, that'd be great. Let's get lunch and this motherfucker left his job immediately, went to the airport, got a ticket, or found the the flight to get to where he needed to go, bought the flight right there, went home, packed a bag, got on the plane, and went there. So he was in the neighborhood the next day for the meeting. <laughs> yeah, quote unquote, in the area. Yeah. That's oh, funny. me too. How weird. Like, yeah, oh, we can do that shit there. now. I know. That was never a thing back in the day. Yeah. Like, oh, I happen to be in Cal... Yeah. That's so weird you wanted to have a meeting in California over millions of dollars. I happen to I happen be there to tomorrow. Be there, yeah. That's so strange. Let's grab a drink. That's yeah. Fun. Like, fuck, man. That's just crazy. <laughs> crazy. Well, things happen fast that way, too. You know, that's how businesses... It's got, you know, it's so got... And, and fortunately, that's the way the world is traveling, to, too. But it's, you know, just to... Oh, I happen to be in the area. Yes. Yeah, states away. I'm, I didn't even know I was going to a meeting tomorrow until right now. <laughs> It's wild. It's wild the capabilities we have. But people are still pissed that they're sitting in a cubicle. Yep. Yep. We just crossed an hour and 25 minutes. Yeah, man. Cool. That was fun. That was good. Oh, man. Your your red phone freaks me out. (laughs) Freaks me. You get used to it. I forget, too. And then some people are like, what happened to your phone? Did you break it? I'm like, "Uh, oh, no. Like, even just the whole non-color right now is freaking me out. Like, look at Spotify. In the top right corner, you can't even see it. It's just all... Oh, my God. It's, it's literally black. Like you just see the little letters underneath. That's freaky as could be. But you know what, though? It doesn't distract me as much, you know? I got to learn the triple tap thing. Um, Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's under that accessibility thing. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll play around uh, with it. Where is it. I'll play around with it later. I'll, I'll show you right after the podcast because I don't want to take up too, anybody's yeah, yeah. time on this. Um, all right, so, Brian, how do people find you? How do they find out about your coaching and whatnot? Yeah, so um, uh, the program, the company is called Fortress Health and Performance, and uh, my podcast is called Fortress Radio. It's spelled F-O-U-R-T-R-E-S-S. So it's spelled like the number four, Fortress, and that's because um, – the whole show and the whole kind of approach to the business is working on what's called the four bodies of, of health is physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. So, uh, we spend a lot of time and all equally across all those domains. Um, so fortress radio, uh, is also on Instagram fortress underscore radio, but my main page, my personal page is where I, we, I do most of my work there and it's at B Costello with four underscores B C O S T E L L O four underscores so and i do uh, like i was saying i just started doing a little mini vlog again and it kind of follows me in the production of the show a lot of the things that i'm working on with my guests uh, a lot of the training that i'm doing so it's like a content vlog so there's most of the time 
something to take away from it. And um, yeah, I think that's about it. Fortress Radio. Yep. I love it. Yeah, and I'm gonna give a quick shout out if that's cool. My three year anniversary, my wife today, yeah, three not? year wedding anniversary. Congrats, man. Yeah, thanks. So when's she getting ready? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> She's already tried a couple times. <laughs> um, but anyway, happy anniversary, babe. If you're listening, love you. There you go. Look at that. That's adorable. <laughs> it's important. Got to show the love, man. Right. We need more love in this world. We There's do. not enough. There's not really enough. not enough. It's kind of. It's almost sad. That's. <laughs> This is a whole nother. I'll go on another rant. And I don't feel like ranting anymore today. Yeah. But, save right, it for the, we'll save it for the next one, maybe. Do yes, another one. absolutely. Couple, couple months. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, brother. Cool, dude. Thanks for having me on, man. Hey, no problem, man. You're always welcome. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Brutally Honest Podcast. I'm your host, Harrison Barron. Thank you so much. I always appreciate you guys tuning in to uh, to the show. And if you haven't listened already, definitely go... Uh, sm- First of all, you definitely should have subscribed by now. If you really want to get a little crazy, comment and share that stuff, because that's how this thing grows. And I appreciate the heck out of that. Um, and that's pretty much it. I hope you guys enjoyed the conversation that I just had as much as I did. Because I do. Brian's a cool dude, super knowledgeable, and uh, I love having him on the show. He's just, you know, we've become good friends now, and it's just the way the cookie crumbles. So if you haven't already, smash that subscribe button, follow the social, Brutally Honest Podcast, and Harrison underscore Baron, and uh, we're going to get freaky. I'm just kidding. I do have a great show, and I always have good shows. I shouldn't say I have a great show. Every show is great, but I have another show coming out next week. You guys are going to love it. Um... And I have one show that I'm trying to debate on whether or not I'm putting as paid content or not. If somebody wants to reach out to me or send me a message on the Instagram or something of that nature and just let me know, hey, you should just put your rant on the podcast or do it as paid content on Patreon. Either way, I appreciate that. And I will talk to you soon, everybody. See you later.